previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. And so you are now standing in Marnborn. Father Hallowell is there. Thank you so much for dealing with this creature. I said that I could give you a blessing of Helleros. I want to be like, Prothir, hey, what's that? Isn't that someone that doesn't worship Torm? I draw my sword head over to that corner. All right, fuckers, quick, bless this Warhammer. Well, we happen to uh, own a chain of fighting gyms, and we would be happy to set one up in your fine city. Is two a chain? When you come back, you can set it up. <sighs> Spear him. This is one of the first times that you go to spear someone. He just braces himself. You've got some good technique there. He doesn't need the gym to not get speared. That's your main selling point. It's just kind of at a loss for words when it does not work. Where were we going next? Prussian Canal System? To look for the Diademic Azorius? Who was with the one dude I know his name. Riley Bevden. Riley Bevden. Should we send like a message back to, uh, what's his face, Harry? Yes. Uh, you guys start heading north, uh, but on the third night, Ambionitis, you have a dream. A man with long black hair, and he walks with a dark mahogany staff. Winged demons are going to start clawing at Jet's face. Why did they single you out? It might be this glowy staff key thing. In your dream, you see him approach an enormous palace beyond some hills where you see him place his staff against a rock and spider webs of light crisscross the rock surface before he enters through the dark opening that has suddenly appeared and you snap awake. Suddenly you see Abe shoot bolt upright, clutching his eye patch eye. Fuck! Everybody in the group sees three goat-like creature. Great. It's a pack of Satan. I charge out one of them with my longsword. A fourth figure appears. Some, like, contact Prothean head. I am Siren. How are you doing since you ransacked my cabin? Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. What's up, guys? Brad Renfro. What's the difference between ignorance and empathy? I don't know, and I don't care. Matt Smith. One way or another, some cheeks are getting clapped tonight. They might be mine, they might be yours. Eric Nemeth. I'm thinking about starting a SoundCloud profile. Who wants to listen to me rap? I actually would. I would actually That's actual question. really enjoy that. <laughs> and Brad Richards. Hey, Paul. What's my favorite band? I'll give you a hint. They sing Thunder. Imagine Dragons? Imagine Dragon My Nuts on your head. You are correct. <laughs> Get it's good to be back. Fucked. It's been a long time since we've recorded. They don't know that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. My bad. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Solely my fault for that. Going off to California. It is your fault. California, Canada, <laughs> all over. California. California. Let me tell you, Matt's dying. Guys, I found some handcuffs. Why do you have fuzzy pink handcuffs? Suit sells them. 
That's upsetting. <laughs> it's Halloween time, man. How is he going to be a sexy, handcuffed person? Bunny. 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 Bunny cop. Bunny yeah. cop. By, by the way, these pink fuzzy handcuffs was six bucks at Seats. Plug for Sheets. Go buy your fuzzy pink handcuffs there. Bunny cop, like from Zootopia? No, as in like every whore that dresses up as a bunny, but also wants to be like semi-serious. So they're like, no, I'm a cop. They just have a badge that says like Officer Nasty on it. They have like the rabbit tail and the rabbit ears, and they're barely wearing anything. Officer Nasty, huh? Officer Nasty. That's Sergeant Nasty. <laughs> that preview of no, your, no, no. Uh, your costume this year? <laughs> yes. Sergeant Nasty is after Halloween, after they get promoted from all the bad things they did. Mr. Sergeant Nasty is my father. <laughs> So who wants to play some D&D? Eh. I mean, I guess. Start us <laughs> off the recap, Dungeon Master. I mean, because that's what we are. We are a 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. And this is our 53rd episode. Since Wait, we're playing when? Dungeons & Dragons? I thought this was Monopoly. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard that joke before. We're monopolizing these dungeons. I've actually been playing edition 3.5. What was that name that Nars said wanted us to use? Dingens and Durgans or whatever? Dinga dinga Durgan. Uh, it was uh Dungeons and Durgans. It was Dur Durgans and Durgans. Yeah. What a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right, let's find out who is going to give us the recap this week. Um I have enough D20s for all of you over here. So the red, white, and blue one is going to be for B Rich. You're damn right it is. Um the purple one will be for uh Matt, because his character is purple. The sparkly one is going to be for Ben, because he's the softest in the bunch. Oh. <laughs> um, the blue one is going to be for Jet, because he flies in the sky. And they can fly now? <laughs> Fuck! Like the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and the gray one is going to be for Eric. Why gray? Torm. Because that's the last one that I had. Wow, I feel the love, Paul. feel Torm. the fucking love. Jet can fly if there's a string of birds, because there's shadows below them, so you just go from shadow to shadow Call to me shadow. the softest, you're fucking four-ply there, guy. Oh, you're a couple baby carrots, that's what I said. Alright, let's see who's going to do the recap. Oh, no. It is Matt. Oh, that's Fuck yes. Thank God. I don't remember anything. Eat a dick, All Matt. Right. Uh, we were about to get wrecked by Siren and his oh, posse. What happened leading up to that? We went to sleep, and then we woke up. We found Siren and his posse. <laughs> we were walking and breathing. And then we stopped walking, but we didn't stop breathing. We went the right way, and we took the right actions to be in the spot where we're at today. Bingo. Did anything happen in Marnborn after you had defeated the false Hydra? No. Oh, we got our shit blessed by people who worship not Torm. I mean, that do worship Torm. I believe he's a very valid guy. Yeah, they guy. fucking do worship Torm. I wanted to crusade their asses. But we all got uh, special things to our special stuff that we wanted them to make enchantments to. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to list off those enchantments real quick? Sure. Let me, uh... I don't know where I have that. While I have my double-sided Warhammer out, I have plus one to intimidation checks, which is cool because I don't think I've successfully had one intimidation check yet this entire campaign, even though I'm proficient in it because I'm a half-orc. I think my Warhammer got blessed. 
So <laughs> did none of y'all write this shit down? No, I did, but I don't remember if I wrote this down before or after that. Um, I got a plus one charisma cloak. Yes, that's that's exactly what you got. My Warhammer now crits on nineteen or twenty. Does Prothean does Prothean know about his cloak because he like wasn't no. actively seeking for that to happen? No, I think we were like, hey, look in that direction, and then like something along those lines. Right. So his character actually doesn't know that that cloak has that effect then, correct? <laughs> he he just, just goes to a store and winds up selling it off. My well, character is that dumb. Everyone's just like a little bit nice to him all of a sudden. And he doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, guys, everyone's just in such a good mood lately. I think I got my fists blessed. Yes, you did. So now I do an extra 1d4 extra for unarmed striking, and it also counts as a divine attack. Is that 1d4 for every hit, or is it 1d4 just on one fist? 1d4 extra for an unarmed fist strike. Damn, that is, uh, why did I give that to you? (laughs) It's not like your character's already OP enough. He's not. I need more. All the power. And Abe, what'd you get? I got an extra AC on my scale armor, which gives me an AC of 18. Christ. Without my shield. God Mine, damn it. Mine's 19. Mine's fucking 16. <laughs> mine's 18 with the shield, so. Yeah, but you also take half damage, be rich. Only when I'm raging. Which is when it counts. Which is 95% of the time, you're right. I'm just angry. All right. Um, yeah, not much really happened in the last episode in terms of like plot progression, but you did get some cool new uh, features on your equipment. And you did head north, which is a direction, not necessarily the right direction. Oh, no, we headed in the right direction. Were we headed to the canal? Pressure canal? canal system. Yeah. And then Siren decided to jump us in the middle of the night. Well, weren't we following the North Star in whatever direction it points? Yes. North. The North Star points south, dumbass. You gotta explain that one. North Star is above us, so it's up. I right? fucking die. Siren did jump you. Uh, you were following the road north, and you were going through a like a plains area, like Great Plains, and lots of high grass. And you stepped off the road and made camp in a little clearing. And you suddenly shot awake after Beerich had a dream. Do you remember your dream? It was a sexy dream. Yes. Equality between races, right? That's exactly what it was. Uh, you had a dream about a shoulder-length, black-haired man who basically looked like Ozzy Osbourne, and he uh, <laughs> placed his staff against a rock near a multi-tiered palace, and uh, he went into this dark cave, and then Hellerosa's face showed up, and you snapped awake, and that's when uh, these goat-like demon creatures with five-inch claws came out of the grass with four eyes, and they've got bubbling skin like festering boils all over their gray skin they're kind of goat like and uh siren came out and said it's been a long time boys how you been since you uh destroyed my cabin can you like never pause after using like length and units of measurement please because every time you do it i really think you're going somewhere completely different like when they have five inch 
I'll say, horns and claws. Let me say, you, you said five inches wasn't too scared. You said claws became a little scared. Well, then you also <laughs> said shoulder length hair. I'm thinking, all right, this was a good dream. They said, it looks like Ozzy Osbourne. All <laughs> right, very dream. worried about my dreams. <laughs> you made the comparison. I didn't even think about it until after I had said it. And then I was like, I was listening back and I go, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely an Ozzy Osbourne-like description. I said that? Yes, you did. Uh-huh. The Prince of Darkness. I'm a little worried about my own dreams now. Okay, I have an idea. I would like to pull out my war hammer and try to intimidate Siren. <laughs> well, actually, so at the end of last time, Siren said that, and then Prothean tried to immediately run at them. Yeah, that sounds about right. But he was stymied by this wave of necrotic, festering funk that's coming off of these demons. And Siren said his piece, and now we're going to start off this episode by rolling for initiative. So everybody, go ahead and give me your roll. 18. 20. 20. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Me and uh, B-Rad both got 20. I got a plus two to my initiative. What's yours? Give me a Coke so you can talk. Yep, run upstairs. Grab me a motherfucking Coke. You want to grab me a Dr. Pepper while you're up there? Wash the White Claw and my shoes. All right, everyone else can answer what they got right now. Be Don't right tell is. the listeners that we drink White Claw. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love White Claw. I mean... Hey, there ain't no law when you drink the claw. Don't spill your black nails. Don't you dare <laughs> say that I'm a truly drinker. I will fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, Matt, what did you gonna get? gonna fuck you gently. I got a 22. With a nat 20 roll. Oh, we had Dr. Pepper? Fuck. Orange coat. What the is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is not what I asked for. Alright, well, uh, B-Rad has successfully brought me my coke, so now he can talk. B-Rad goes first. That we have coke. Wait, you guys have coke? I am so lucky that we have coke. I need some coke, it'll help me stay awake. I rolled a 20. Yes, but what is your initiative? Plus what? Five. Okay, then yes, you go first. Before me. B-Rich, what did you get? Twelve. Okay. So, Abe, with that awesome natural 20, you are going to be able to react first. Just so I can set the scene a little bit, put the theater in your mind. You are in a 30-foot diameter clearing. You are encircled by four of these goat-like demon creatures with the festering boils and five-inch claws and also Siren, who has a bushy beard, grizzled face, and long overcoat. At the edge of this clearing is about shoulder-high grass, just tall, brownish-green grass. And to your to the west is the road that you were traveling on. That's about 60 feet away. And to your right, there is, you can't see it, but you know that there is a stream that way. Alright, so how far away? And it is dark. What does our dark vision tell us? It is dark and all these things that I just told you. Cool. So about how far away are Siren and his homies? They are each at the edge of this clearing. So um, from where you are, you are within, you guys are all kind of central in a circle around you probably had a campfire so you're each about 15 feet away from the edge of this 
circular clearing. What time of day is it? It's nighttime. How how late? Late, late. Like, is it past midnight? Probably. Okay. How close are Siren and his homies like to each other? They are each positioned equidistant around the circle. I can do the circumference if you would like to. So, I mean, they're just like... Yes, please. I think what he's asking is if Siren's standing there, his homie to his right is about how many feet away from him. And same to his left. Is that is that what I imagine yeah, you're asking Yeah, like how about? close are they all to each other? Right. Not We don't need fucking radius and <laughs> two pi R's over here. Okay, they're each about 20 feet away from each other. Hmm. All right, so you said Siren's like 15 feet away from me about? Yes. All right. I want to... So after Siren says it's been a while since I've seen you or whatever, whatever his shit that he talks... I want to say it's been a while since you ran away like a little bitch. It's been a while. And then I want to, right, I want to use a bonus action to uh, use my Hexblade's curse on him. Lasts for a minute, adds my proficiency bonus on damage rolls, lets me crit on a 19 or 20. And if he dies, I get a certain amount of HP. I want to do that. And then I want to cast Lightning Lure at him since he's within 15 feet. So he has to make a strength save. And beats 17. Okay. And what is this attack? Uh, Basically, it just throws a whip of lightning and just does like a scorpion like, Get over here! <laughs> okay. He failed on the save. Aha! So he gets over here. Um, Alright, so I want to pull him within like five feet away from me. And then he takes 1d8 lightning damage. Since I put my Hexblade's curse on him... Does this count for adding my proficiency bonus to damage? Or are we going to say that's just like attack rolls, like physical attacks? Um, If it says that you get to... Oh. Because I just wrote on damage rolls. So I don't know if I just like didn't elaborate. Let me look. While we're waiting for him to look, does Abe as a demon expert know anything particular about these goat demons which you haven't faced before? Well, I'll tell you that... While Paul's looking for stuff, asking him another question like that is going to make it harder for him to figure stuff yeah. out. Okay, so... I was asking Abe here, just what he knows. Well, that's going to go through <laughs> me. Abe, you... Yes, you stab them right there, and they immediately die. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do gain a bonus to all damage rolls. You are correct in that. Cool. So, uh, so... it'll be 1d8 plus uh, your proficiency. And to answer... Jet's question. Abe, you have... You would have to give me a uh, history roll to know if you have encountered these before. I'm going to try that. Also, Siren takes nine damage for getting whipped. And then he nanaed. Oh. <laughs> Not gonna be good. Oh, since they're demons, do I get advantage? Yes. Aha! Slightly better. Ah. <laughs> uh... Eight. No, you don't recall anything specific about these. You think that you... It's like when somebody tells you a band name, and you're like, ah, that sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about them. You know, for being a demon expert, I'm pretty sure I roll, like, below ten on, like, every single history check I've made. That's... <laughs> You've been yeah, corrupted was... by money. Listening Are you back... really a demon hunter? <laughs> I don't know, Abe. Are you really a demon hunter? I mean... 
I thought so, but now I'm I'm having uh, doubts I might be a fraud. <laughs> Wait, can I roll an inside check on okay. them? Um, once it comes to your turn, we I will let you do that. All right. Okay, so it is going to be Siren's turn next. And really? Siren is going to... So the lightning snare, does that... Is he grappled or is that just to pull him close? It just like yoinks him over here. Okay. So yoinks. he's now within five feet of you? Yeah. Perfect. Well, he is going to cast Misty Step as a bonus action. And that is going to take him out of your range. And you are not sure where he's gone. But suddenly, two flaming arrows come streaking out of the grass behind Jet. And uh, they are streaking both at Brixius. Oh, ain't no one sneaking up behind me. Classic Siren pussy move. Unbelievable. And is a 18 going to... Oh, wait, no. Is a 23 going to hit you? Fucking course it is. <laughs> oh, nat 20. Fuck yeah. <sighs> Great. Get dicked. All right. So, let's see. Every, t every time Paul gets excited, I'm just going to start mocking him. You mock me at whether I get excited or not, so nothing's changed. <laughs> you mock me whether I'm excited. <laughs> All right, Brixius, you are going to take 23 damage as these two flaming arrows <laughs> peg two? you one in each shoulder, and the flame flares on your skin and then suddenly is extinguished as if the magic has been expelled after d dealing the damage to you. So you said two arrows. I just want to say that Brad got pegged by Siren. I did. Anyone else can Paul say that? No. You know what pegging is? <laughs> no. It's like what you put on the back tires of your bicycle, right? So that someone can stand on the back? Exactly. When a mommy right. and a daddy love each other, the mommy puts a strap on on. Oh. Did you roll for... You said two arrows. Did you roll for two different attacks? Because I know you got the nat 20 on the one. Yes, nat 20 and then the 23. Which you said, of course it does. You know it does. Ah. Oh. Well, fantastic. Great to know that. And it is now Jet's turn. Now that I've seen... I, I guess the arrows came from behind me. Can I see that Siren is behind me? Give me a perception check. Yeah. All right. Actually, no. When, uh, according to the rules, uh, when somebody shoots, they reveal their location. So yes, you are aware of his location. You can't see him, but you are aware of his location. How far away is he? He would be fifteen feet from you. I, you can't see him. I, <laughs> He's in the grass. How tall is this fucking grass? Shoulder height. Why would we be here? Because it's off the road. Well, I would like to run over and punch him a lot. Punch the shit out of the grass. Out of Siren. Actually, no, I'm going to take the first stab and run at one of the little goat demon boys. Is there one, like, in a direct line in front of me type? Yes, so let's, let's go ahead and uh, figure out, like, exactly what the circle would look like. So, it, if we're going on the dials of a clock, um, who wants to be at the top? Who wants to be at 12 o'clock? I do. Be rich. So, 
Ambionitis is at the at 12. Then uh, we will have uh, I'll put Brixius next. Uh, I will put so Brixius you're at like two o'clock. Abe you are at ten o'clock because Ambionitis came over to you and punched you last episode twice. Then uh, Jet you will be at. <laughs> I remember this. Uh, you got punched pretty hard at Wait, seven I... o'clock. And Prothean you will be at uh, five o'clock. I punched you? Yes, twice. All right, I guess I'm casting, casting Shatter on you next time. <laughs> oh. All right, so I'm at... So you yeah. know where the bad guys are now. So if Ammonitis is at 12, Abe at 10, Brixius at 2, Jet is at 7, and Prothean is at 5 o'clock, then we have Siren in the grass, and he is in line with Jet at 7 o'clock, and there is a demon at, like, 8 o'clock. And then we have a demon at 10 o'clock near Abe. We have one at like 1 o'clock between Ambionites and Brixius. And then we have one at like 4 o'clock between Brixius and Prothean. How can it be at 4 o'clock? It's already 10-10. Ha ha ha. Fuck you, Paul. So I will be pulling out my quarterstaff and running at the demon who is at 8 o'clock or 2 hours and 10 minutes ago. Okay. And you are trying to hit this guy. Let's see if you manage to do that. You are trying to hit this thing. Let's see if you can manage to do that. No, yeah, I heard you. I rolled it. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was redoing it for the podcast because I said guy, and I'm trying to make them non-binary. But, uh, so... Quarterstaff, I had my proficiency bonus, correct? Or just my... To hit, yes. yes. Okay, as well as the modifier? Yes. So that'd be 19. That will hit. You haven't played in a month. You're welcome, and thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my fault. But <laughs> it is your fault. It's oh, nobody else's fault. We were all in the state, and that'll be a D8 because I'm doing two-handed. That's six, and then I'm gonna burn a Kai point to hit him twice with my bare hands. The first one was a natural twenty, damn, and the second one was naturally an eighteen. So you are going to hit all three times. Why don't you go ahead and uh, describe what this is going to look like? Or give me damage first and then tell me what it looks like. Okay, so the quarterstaff damage was my D8, and I got a 1 plus 5, so 6. Then for my unarmed strikes, those are D6s, so that was a 4 plus my 5 is 9. Okay, and that's going to be your critical hit. So go ahead and roll damage dice twice. Okay. And what did you get for them being blessed? Yeah, for them being blessed, I get an extra D4. So that was the first one was a 9 plus 3, so 12. And then 6 plus 1 is 7 for the second punch. Okay, so that's a total of... That was, yeah, it was 12, 7, and 9. 28. 28. Wow, bitch. You, do, you deal a number on this demon. And so how it's going to be is I'm just, like I said, quarterstaff is going to get whipped out like a police baton there. And then I'm just going to get, apparently, you know, I'm probably average shoulder height of the grass. I'm pretty much just like bobbing through it where you can only see the top of my head. And he's going to get smacked upright with the quarterstaff. And then I'm going to punch him twice in the chest. And if he's not dead yet, I'm going to use my second attack. He's not dead yet. 
All right, I'm gonna hit him. T- <laughs> I'm gonna hit him again with the quarter staff. I'm just gonna take a and just wild knock his head down and say that he's not even close to dead yet. That's just a shot in the dark. <laughs> Turn around and hit him again. Boss fight. Kill him in two turns. So, uh, second attack was a twelve. That will not do it, unfortunately. Yeah, it. I would like to use my bonus action. No, I already used one. Yeah, you already used that. The Kai point is the bonus action. Um, it, the Kai points will differ. Some of them are bonus actions. Some of them are not. I'm pretty sure Flurry of Blows is. Yeah, don't you have like four total attacks? Like you hit with the quarter staff, and then you get like your free unarmed attack, and then if you do Flurry of Blows, you can do like two more. Is that how it was? Yeah, so if he uses the quarterstaff one-handed, he can do that. Then he has a free hand to do an unarmed strike. Then he can use a Kai point to use a bonus action to do flurry of blows. And then he has second attack, so he could attack again. What if he used his quarterstaff? Two-handed. Well, can you use, like, your foot as, like, your unarmed attack? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he could. So he can get up to five attacks then? That is a crock it's of cannon. shit. <laughs> well, you gotta start utilizing that better then. I've been. Or we just roll like dog shit. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so, Brad, when you use the attack action with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon, then you can make an unarmed strike as a bonus action. Or you can do the attack, then as a bonus action do flurry of blows, which is an additional two unarmed strikes. And then you get your extra attack. So you only have a max of four. Okay. That's what I thought. And I did my four. I just missed one of them. All right. So that one just never happened. Cool. It is. Yeah, I went to hit him with my quarterstaff again, but it slipped. (laughs) My hands were slippery. It is Brixius's turn. All right. I can see Siren, right? You know his his location. (laughs) (laughs) If I were to attempt a ranged attack... I would not have disadvantage, right? Because um, I know his location, as you just said. Just awesome. like the field on fire. Moving forward from that. Uh, <laughs> the next thing I'd like to look at and check the rules upon is that snowfall shuriken I got. I know as I throw it, it returns back to my hands afterwards, unless I choose to use the superpower and blow it up, where then it comes back to life after 24 hours. So, being that I have can use two attacks. Am I able to throw the shuriken, have it come back, and then throw it again in the same turn? No. Uh, I'm going to rule that calling it back is a bonus action. Well, so then, yeah, you could throw it, then you can use your bonus action to call it back, then you could throw it again, but then you won't be able to activate its explosion effect until the following turn. What's the fucking point of that? Because it's a very powerful weapon. So it says you can throw it and then you can either return it or you can um, use a secondary effect to cause it to explode. Yeah, that's why you just like stick it in his chest or something and then next turn just be like, I snap my fingers and he blows up. All right, here's what we're going to do. I got a lot of things I'm going to do and you'll probably stop me at some point and say I'm doing it wrong, but we're just going to try this. So... First thing I want to do is can I flip my bucket hat back and put on my Roman helmet as a free action? Free action. Great. That has been done. Next thing I, I want to... you already did that last episode, but... Well, it's been fucking a year since we played, so... Um, <laughs> Your fault. I know, my fault. Sorry, guys. All right, so I will go ahead 
and take that snowfall shuriken out, and I will fucking chuck that fucker at okay. Siren. Uh, that is a solid 20. Natural? No. He dodges it gracefully. That will still hit him. Okay, listen, I'm gonna end up doing a lot of stuff this turn. Do you want me to just wait and do all the damages at the end, or do it as I go? Yeah, let's do the damage at the end. Okay, so I'm gonna call it back, right? Yep, that's your bonus action. Whip the fucker again. All right. Is a 12 gonna do it? No, twelve that's will not. not. That's that's bad math. Is a 14 gonna do it? Uh, 14 still bad. will not do it. That's right. quick math. Well, then what I'm gonna call upon here is I have a photo saved in my camera roll on my phone, which I'm gonna show you in one second. <laughs> what I'm about to show you is a picture of Tim Lanning from D&D Podcast, uh, Greetings Adventurers, where back in February he posted a picture where on a notepad he wrote, you are doing great, gain advantage on any role, love D&D Podcast, and I'd like to call upon the spirit of Tim Lanning to get advantage on that role. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I allow it. I'm going to roll to see if I allow it. If Tim Lanning is listening to this and he hears you say no... Well, I'm going to tweet this picture. You're allowed. I was going to tweet this picture at him and be like, listen, my uh, DM is shitty and didn't let me use this. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so let's see if this works. All this work. Huh. 23. Fan-fucking-tastic. So this one's going to stick him again. All right, and now what I'm going to do... That, 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 by the way, that gain advantage on any one roll, that's done. <laughs> Nobody else gets that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use my action surge to get an additional action on top of a regular action and a possible bonus action. So this time, I'm going to use that extra bonus action I get to blow it up, and then I get another action. So I'm going to run in there and hit him with my Warhammer now. And then hit him a second time with my Warhammer too. I believe that's how the action works. Yeah, that would do it. And in the process of doing so, after I... So I can describe how it's all going to work, too, but, like, after I throw, like, the shuriken the second time, and as I start running forward, I'm going to draw my warhammer and my shield. Great. So, with that being said, I'm going to do 1d8 and then 5d6, and then let's see how my warhammer hits go. 16. Miss. Thank God. Fuck! 17. You hit him. All right, 17's his AC, guys. So I do 1d8, then 5d6, and then 1d8 plus two. Okay, so I do a lot. Let me... You guys have a lot of cool shit. <laughs> All right, and for the uh, shuriken, that's... Uh, is that adding dexterity, or is that one like a straight move for whatever reason? That's a dexterity. Okay, I didn't know if there was any like limitations on that. All right, uh, who wants to be my math person on this one? Let's do it. I got my calculator. I got you in my mind. All right, so... At least I'm safe inside my mind. Four plus two is six. We're starting with six. Okay. Plus 18. 24. 24. Okay, 24. so that takes care of the two shurikens. Quick math. And then... Fucking Warhammer. Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three quick maths. Man's not cold. I'm hot. I brought a coat. Plus another 13. Here's a 37. And then... See what else I can do. Big shock, the one and only. Man's not hot. I brought a coat, so man's not hot. Moving out cornflip. Boom. Ah, wait a second. Okay, so, Paul, I picked up a finesse belt when I got the snowfall shuriken. And in doing that, it says all... Oh, that's only melee weapons are all finesse. So, 
Could I use the finesse modifier to make that shuriken a strength instead of a dexterity? Since it's no, finesse. No, because it's a thrown weapon. It's not a melee weapon. But your warhammer. Well, that's a already a strength. Marshall. You can finesse that warhammer now. Yeah, I can make a dexterity, which I mean, he's just me. he's just swinging the throwing star like a melee weapon and then letting go of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very far melee attack. Commando Pro. So if I run up with it first and just stab him twice with the star, <laughs> it will do more and then damage. Let it explode and then take out my warhammer and hit him. Yeah, but you didn't do that, so. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that, dude. Alright, well, I'll have to keep that in mind next time you want to ruin my fun. Um, Alright, so yeah, I believe it's 37 damage. Fuck. So I stabbed him 37 times in the chest. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let me describe this then. So here I am. <laughs> I will reach crossbody and take out that uh, shuriken and fucking sling it out like Genji in Overwatch. It's going to hit him, come back to my hand, and then I'm going to overhand whip it back again, and it's going to go and stick in him. And then as I start running forward, I'm going to probably start with a somersault or something because that's cool. And in mid-somersault, I'm pulling out my warhammer. And it's like pressed on the ground, and I also take out my shield. And I'm running forward. As I'm running forward, Shuriken explodes. You see a big explosion, kills all the grass around, exposing him. And then I run up, and I'm gonna come with a nice uppercut swing into his chin. So then he starts looking up, and then I'm gonna finish my turn around and come sideways across his body and hit him in the side for 37 damages. You know, if I wasn't so angry at how much damage you did, I would say that that was beautiful. I think it was pretty cool still. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that was a lot of stuff. Prothean, let's see what you can do. So wait, who's engaged with Siren right now again? Zone of Truth. Brixius is engaged with Siren. Jet is engaged with a demon. I'm always engaged. There with is a demon. a demon near you, Prothean. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Too late. Everything was done. Can't call anything back. Do I have to make my constitution saving throw? Uh, yeah. Do I get well, a turn? Not you. Not yet. Um, what I need to, what I need to happen is I need both of you that have gone, so Jet and, um, oh, all three of you, Jet, Brixius, and Abe, you need to give me a constitution saving throw. Sounds like some retconning. I don't know if I, I can go along with this. It's not retconning. It's just something additional. Retconning. Yeah, it's retconning. Well, here's to me getting fucked and Paul getting his revenge. Does it have to do with demons? <laughs> you don't mm. get advantage on this, I don't think. <laughs> you only get advantage on uh, on uh, intelligence and history checks. Why is the 6 and 9 right next to each other on a d20? Alright, well, I got a 17. You're good. I got a 9. Hey, how much damage did you do to that goat guy? I did, like, 26 or something. How's it looking? And I got... Sorry. 28. Um, the goat demon is looking okay, not great, but okay. Um, Jet and Brixius, what were your constitution saves? Nine. Eleven. Both of Whoa. you, you can take, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can take three necrotic damage from the, uh, waves of funk that are coming off of these demons. Yay, I take four damage. We've got the funk. And now, uh, Prothean... It's going to be your turn, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw to begin your turn. I got a 14. Ah, oh, dang it. You're fine. 
Oh, cool. Uh, the demon that's closest to me, I want to say it was at 4 o'clock? Yes, that's correct. Alright, I'm going to go attack him, but before doing that, I'm going to use my bonus accent of... What's the name of the spell? Blinding Smite. Ooh. The next the next time you hit a creature with a melee attack, but for the, during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with a bright light and an attack deals an extra 3d8 radiant damage. Additionally, target must succeed on a constitutional saving throw or be blinded until spells end. Okay. So, um, what is the saving throw that I have to make? Constitution, so... How do I... Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. How do I calculate that? Write this down on your sheet. <laughs> this happens every time. Yeah, I know. So you start with a base of eight, plus your proficiency. Which should be four. Plus your charisma modifier for you. All right. Which has an extra plus one, unbeknownst to you. That'll be 14. Your charisma modifier is plus one? No, charisma modifier is plus two. Which okay, would be and then you also have your cloak, which gives you an extra plus one. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's 15. I forgot about that. You're supposed to forget about it. <laughs> All right, it passes. All right, I'm going to you stab that thing with my greatsword. So, like, ha- trying to harpoon it, kind of. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the old barbarian thing where it's, like, gra- stabbing into his stomach and, like, lifting it off, like, impaling him. Yes. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to try to do. I got a 19 on that. That will hit. And I'm going to use that as a... What's it called? Divine Smite Attack as a level 3 spell. So that is... And this is a fiend, so that is an extra 5d8. So that's 5d8 plus my 2d6. And how much was that spell for again? Uh, I'm going to be murdering the fuck out of this guy in one hit. Plus my blah, 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 blind smite. So you're doing 5d8, and then you're doing the extra 3d8 radiant damage, and then you're doing the regular greatsword attack? Yes, which is a plus one. Okay, so that's a total of 8d8. Plus 2d6. Let's do your 8d8. We'll count it up for you. (laughs) Let's count it out, everybody. (laughs) Four. That's one. Four. That's two. Two. Seven. Three. Three. Six. Four. four. Three. Five. Seven. Six. six. Is for dicks. Two. Seven. Seven. Also, also for dicks. dicks. Five. Eight. More dicks. <laughs> All right. Now the two D6s. I got a six. That's one. And a four. And two. So, and then plus six for your plus modifiers. Six. Yes. Okay, he got 53. Okay. It's still not dead. Second attack. Let's roll eight more times. (laughs) I rolled a 14. Also, thank you, Count Chocula, for (laughs) keeping track with us. Count Chocula and the Count from Sesame Street. A 14? (laughs) Yeah. That will do it. All right. I'm gonna do the exact same thing as last time because I'm gonna fucking murder this guy to help. Okay, well, you can't get... You're not gonna get the 5d8. Or uh, you could do the 5d8. You're not gonna get the 3d8. Alright, I'll do the 5d8 then. And you have to expend a fourth level spell slot for that? Yeah, I'm exploring both of them. I only have two. Who are you attacking? 
one of the demons. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to use the bomb first level. Okay. I'm the second one. Brixius, who do you attack? Siren. Oh, okay. That's why oh. he had a higher AC. Yeah, his AC is 17. That will only be a 48. All right. What? No. Yeah, because... No, a first level spell slot is um, 2d8. Alright, 2d8. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 2d8. So, 4 and a 7, that's 11, plus 2d6, plus 5 is 20, plus an extra 6 is 26. Alright, you kill this thing. One shotted. That's one down. How many of the demons were there total? Uh, 4. So there are three right, more so four, demons. Four plus Siren. Okay. Yep. Two of the demons are going to launch forward. Uh, well, actually, no. One of the demons, because one of them is dead. So one of the demons is going to leap at Ambionitis and is going to try and stab you with... You couldn't see it before, but now as it leaps forward, you can see this long, slimy tail with a big, sharp barb on the end of it. It's going to try and stick you with that barbed tail. And it rolled at 21, which will hit you because you have an AC of 19, correct? Yes, let's go with that. Hmm. All right. It is going to deal you 13 damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. For the poisons. Well, that's unfortunate. 21. Yeah, you pass. Yeah, fuck you. He has that divine thing. Fuck. Got the pen. Okay. You're saying I took 13? Yes, you take 13 damage. And uh, it is now your turn, Ambionitis. You have one demon in your face. Fuck it. Finally, watch me shit the bed on this one. He's licking your chops. I want to get mad and rage. All right. Uh, uh, I'm a warhammer it. At least once. Alrighty then. Will a 16 do it? A 16 will hit. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. So that damage. Just bounce him off the ground and then hit him over to me. Yeah, first damage will be 18. Second attack. Hmm. Will a... 29 hit him. I think so. No, I lied. 30. Oh, yeah. 29 wasn't a sure thing, but 30 for sure. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. We are rolling well tonight, boys. What was my first damage? I say 18? Yeah. Yeah, it's that again. Fuck. Let's go! Okay. I'm really proud of all you guys. So far, I've done the least amount of damage. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really not happy with you guys because I was hoping to give you a little bit more of a fight. Uh, two demons are going to go. It just means that we're going to have to extend the story. Uh, one is going to attack Abe and we is each. going... Oh, Ambionitis, I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. What? Oh, didn't you already? Yes. At the beginning. I can give you another one. When he attacked... Uh, you had to give a constitution saving throw, and then at the beginning of your turn, you also have to give a constitution saving throw. What? 15. Yep, you're fine. Yeah, fuck you. All right, and the one that is attacking Abe, Abe is a 17 going to hit. 
Hell no. Well, that's unfortunate. For you. I want to give it the finger. And then, uh, Jet. Hi. The demon that is attacking you is going to launch itself at you, but it's not going to try and stick you. Instead, it's going to reach for the staff across your back, and it is going to try and grab that. Rolling a natural 20, so it snatches it right out of your pack and is going to uh, bound out of the way. Uh, You have the opportunity to take an opportunity attack if you would like. Well, obviously, he just stole my shit. Imagine that. He rolled a natural 20. I don't believe it. (laughs) My, My question, you said he launched himself at me, meaning he jumped... Well, he was right in front of you, so he's, like, throwing himself around to grab this thing from you, and then it jumps, leaps 10 feet in the air, back out of the way. Perfect. So, since he is completely airborne, moving in one particular direction, that would make him classified as a projectile, correct? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't use catch projectile Wait, or whatever. Let's Deflect see how where this is going. <laughs> Deflect ranged attack. Here we go. No, I'm going to tackle this this guy. 17? 17 will hit, so you're going to be able to do some damage at on him before he moves out of the way. Okay, I mean, yeah, if that's, if that's all I can do here. What is the, like, with it being an like opportunity attack, what all are my restraints here? Like, what am I allowed you're you're not able to so it's just a reaction so you only get one flat attack can i make that attack a grapple i i don't think so i can't like tackle him i'd also like to point out the fact now uh that paul's not in the same room as us i think he might be uh kind of lying about his roles here and there natural 20s mrs puff i think paul cheated mrs puff i think i have cheated what a coincidence he's rolled over two natural 20s tonight already Imagine if the demon flees and there's absolutely nothing we can do to stop it. Hey, I once shot at a demon. Why can't you guys? I once shot at a demon. No, you did. <laughs> a demon once shot at my family. Fuck your family. Wimps. Yeah, I so... I hear Abe say that, and I whip <laughs> the shuriken at him. I know it already exploded, but... <laughs> the opportunity attack allows a melee basic action against the enemy. Okay. So you can also tickle his booty hole. And it shocks him so much he drops the staff. So far, it's 10, 11. Yeah, that's not going to hit. No, that's, that was the damage. You already said I hit. Oh, okay. Why'd you... Oh, 10, because you do a D, an extra D4. Okay, so you yes, do 11 damage to this thing as it moves out of the way. It jumped up and out. It is now uh, 30 feet away from you. God, that guy's got a mad... Standing long jump there. It is back to the top. It is Abe's turn, and I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Abe, stop you, that demon. Why didn't you come here and make me? All right, it's going to be a 20. Yeah, you're fine. And I want to have it known that when this is happening, I am yelling to Abe, hey, you need to stop that demon. He's stealing the key staff. Alright, I look. Do I see this demon stealing the key staff? Give me a perception check as it's now jumped into the grass. 
Remember, this does involve demons. This does involve demons. <laughs> you don't get Dude. you don't get bonus on perception checks. I mean, I already rolled a twenty-four, but let's see if. Uh... <laughs> Dang, you oh, beat make it. that a twenty-five. <laughs> you don't get advantage. advantage, but a twenty-four. <laughs> yes, you know exactly where this thing went. All right. Okay, so there's also another demon that's like at my ten o'clock that hasn't like done anything, right? Um, well, it's engaged. Or that's at with like the you. ten o'clock of the circle. It's engaged with you, but it hasn't uh, done. Oh, any that, yeah, that's the one that came up and swung on me. Yeah. All right, so that one I want to declare my Slayer's Prey, which just lets me hit him a little extra hard when I hit him, and then the one that tried to go bounding away I want to pull out one of my anal beads and I want to fling it at him so I guess I make a it's be like a range is attack that like, yeah is that like a it'd be like thrown bend. weapon attack or is that like yes it, it's a thrown weapon alright and what do you know it has a row, uh, range up to 60 feet so you could get him hmm and this does involve demons. This involves demons, right? No. So, <laughs> this directly involves demons. Hmm. Not so good. Um. Hmm. I will grant you my inspiration point. I mean, I might just use my. Insp- I think. Oh, I you should have, have an inspiration one. point, right? Oh wait. So hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You are gonna luck out. Uh, you just throw it, and then I have to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. oh okay. Never mind then. All right, so... I am curious what you rolled. I rolled a two. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, so wait. When you when you declared somebody your uh, sworn enemy, did, was that the guy in front of you or the guy that's running away? The one that's, like, swinging on me. Okay. Because that only affects, like, weapon attacks. So okay. So it's not going to, like... Yeah. So this beat of force, let's see if the demon dodges it. Uh, no. He rolled a... Ha-ha! He rolled a total of a five. All right, so he takes 5d4, and then he's stuck in a sphere. All right. All right, so I guess I'll roll some fours. Nine damage. And he's stuck. How long? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. Forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, one minute. <laughs> Perfect. One minute. I mean, that's basically forever in D&D terms. <laughs> yeah, what? This has been six seconds? Well, it, it took me like a second to murder a demon. Like, what are you guys taking so long doing? Then I guess once I see that that one's stuck, I'm just going to like turn back to the one that's in front of me and be like, ah, bitch. <laughs> Do you get a second attack? Are you going to let me take a second attack? I think we all get one as like, I guess we got was to a, a certain level, we get a second attack. Depends on the class. All right, I'll stab that one then with my pike. Um... Well, this just says you use an action to throw it's the cannon. bead. Attack. <laughs> so, it's not... Oh, look at this. I'm already oh, no, 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 attack. Uh, no attack or other effect. Uh, oh, no. Hold on. Nothing can pass <laughs> through it. The dice has already been rolled. Fate has been set in motion. Not There's sure you can really can unroll an attack. Like, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, I mean, I already stabbed at it, so... I think by all D&D standards, it's not right to roll and stab and then say it didn't happen. It's really just a game of whoever talks first. (laughs) You were just a bit too slow today, Paul. Where's the game called Fuck You, Paul? In the game of D&D, you win or you die. Okay, yeah, we'll call it a ranged attack. Cool. In that case, I rolled a 26 on my attack. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah, give me the damage. All right. 12 total. So I just jab and stick him real quick 
He is jabbed and stuck real quick. Just a quick in out. <laughs> and what'd you stab him with? A pike. Ooh, good old pike. They don't get used enough. No love for the pole arms. <laughs> and since he was your like prey, you get bonus stuff. I just did like a little extra damage, but I only rolled a one on that. Swiggy swag. So that's all I've rolled on my extra D4 for my bit of divine fist. It's just been an extra one. It is now Siren's turn, and Siren, seeing that his uh, compatriot happens to have the uh, staff, he is going to throw his hand out, wiggling his fingers in a magical way, and he is going to cast Plant Growth, which is going to cause everything within a 100-foot radius to grow into crazy convoluted, tangled web of plants, and all movement within that area is now going to be quartered. So, if for every foot that you try to move, it's going to cost you four feet. And then, after doing that, he is going to run over to the demon. With a quarter speed? No, he is unaffected by it, because he is a ranger whose home territory is grasslands. All right, do I get to take an opportunity attack? Yeah, you can take an opportunity attack on him. Break his fingers while he's Do I get to swing twice? No, you get to swing once. 22. A 22 gets him. 13 damages. 13 damages. Yes. Nope. With a melee attack? Yeah, and that was a low roll. All right. He is uh, looking a little looking a little hurt. Not bloodied, but hurt. And he's going to stumble away as you crack him across the back. And he's going to run over, pick up the spear that his demon is enclosed in. And he's going to run 15 feet further away. So he is now 30 feet from you, Brixius. <laughs> he picks up the bubble. <laughs> Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Controlled Chaos, Dark Times, Eternal Terminal, Hitman, Malicious, and Stay the Course are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0, and sourced from Filmmusic.io. The tracks Dream of War and Lonely Mountain are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song, is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.